Welcome to the Unmasked Life Podcast, a podcast to help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential. And now your host, Matt Manny. Hey, welcome to the podcast once again. Today, we are getting to step number two. We're going to talk about discovering your purpose. So the Finding Free devotional is broken up into five different steps. The last six devotionals, we really talked about how to understand your personality, how God wired you. And now for the next several devotionals, we're going to be talking about your purpose, your God-given calling in life and how to discover that purpose. As we've mentioned before on previous episodes, you can go check out banningresources.com for other resources, books, journals, and Bible studies to help you grow your faith to change your life. If you struggle with your morning time routine or your devotional time of growing your faith, you can go to our website, mannyresources.com. On there, look for, there is an opt-in. You can go ahead and look for a, a free ebook, a study guide, if you will, on how to have a better morning time routine. We have a framework called 30 to Thrive that explains how to jumpstart your morning to grow your faith and change your life. Now let's jump into day number seven, how to discover your purpose. Today's devotional is The Path to Purpose. Many kids dream of becoming someone great someday. That greatness and that dream, well, that's not always lived out. We all dream of a day when we could be considered famous. The challenge we face, though, is that it's something called life that really stands in the way. Broken promises, missed opportunities, countless failures, and words of discouragement steal the wind from our sails and leave us in the dry docks of life's harbor. The discovery of purpose is not an easy task. God created each person with a gift and calling that only they can fulfill. The challenge is climbing the mountain of failure and discouragement to to arrive on the other side in triumph with a little clarity for our life's calling. Losers, failures, and forgettables. Bert's struggles in life started early. He didn't have access to early intervention and struggled to communicate. He didn't learn to speak until he was four. His slow antisocial behavior caused his parents and teachers to believe he had a severe learning disability. He even showed signs of mental disability. Kicked out of school, Bert continued to struggle in pursuing his education. When he applied to a school, he thought he could that could help him, he was denied. He applied instead to a trade school and then transferred when his grades were good enough to get into the school he originally applied to. Though he struggled again, he graduated at the bottom of his class as the only student unable to land a job after graduation. None of the professors could give him a good reference for a job because they believed he was, in their words, the laziest dog we ever had in the university. He finally applied for an entry-level opening at the patent office and barely got the job. Rob loved science, but he lacked the acumen to perform at the level of his peers. His ideas were so unconventional that his co-workers openly teased and made fun of him. Even the New York Times got in on the mockery, as an article in the paper stated that Rob lacked a rudimentary understanding of science. The article suggested that even a high school student knew more about science than he did. Joanne was living her childhood dream of being married, being a mom, and enjoying life until she lost it all. Divorced, financially strapped, and burdened by the added pressures of being a single mother, she applied for welfare to get by. After one failed job interview after another, Joanne sat in a small coffee shop looking over the job listings. 
She got a spark of inspiration and decided to start writing out the outline of a book on the back of a napkin. She wrote her first book, hoping it would change things for her situation. Reality set in when 12 publishers rejected her proposal because it lacked, in their words, creativity and wouldn't strike a chord with potential readers. Wally loved to doodle. He loved to dream. He, too, faced his own set of challenges. He was let go from his first job at a newspaper because he didn't have any good ideas and lacked imagination. One failure after another led him into bankruptcy with a trail of business ventures that never saw the light of day. Mike was a sculptor. His work was so spectacular that his competitors wanted to create a PR smear campaign to ruin his reputation. They talked him into taking a contract with a church to do custom work he was not proficient with. The project was, quote, a fool's errand, but Mike's competitors thought it would sideline him and distract him for some time and eventually ruin his career and bankrupt him. The project took a toll on Mike's eyesight and body, leaving him in poor health for months after he eventually completed the job. Steve received three rejection letters for his application to college. He settled in a lesser-known school but dropped out without finishing. Vince only sold one painting to a friend who bought it out of pity. He continued to paint hundreds of works of art, only to be penniless, a life seemingly wasted in pursuit of purpose. And Fred? Well, let's just say he, too, was too bald and couldn't sing, act, or charm the ladies. All he could do was dance, and that wasn't anything worth watching. Hank failed miserably at business, not once, but five times. Tom was called too stupid to learn anything. B was undisciplined and struggled with ADHD. Will dropped out of college. Mike was too short. Harry was too old. They all failed. A history of successes. If the story of each of these people's lives ended there, we wouldn't have much to talk about. If they gave up on their purpose, we would not have the most successful, inspiring, life-changing, and history-making advancements we have today. Bert was none other than Albert Einstein. Rob, who was teased for high schoolers being smarter than him, was Robert Godfrey Goddard, the father of the modern rocket. Joanne, the penniless single mom, was J.K. Rowling, who wrote the fantastic Harry Potter series. Wally, who loved the doodle, was none other than Walt Disney. Mike, who was uh, conned by his competitors, was none other than Michelangelo and his artwork on the Sistine Chapel. Steve, who dropped out of college and never finished, was Steven Spielberg. Vince, who died penniless, penniless, was the famous Vincent Van Gogh. Balding dancer was Fred Astaire. Hank, who had so many failed businesses, was Henry Ford. Tom was Thomas Edison. Ludwig van Beethoven was undisciplined and struggled with ADD. And Will, who dropped out of college, was Bill Gates. Mike, who was too short, Michael Jordan. And Harry, was too old, was none other than Harland Colonel Sanders, who lived out his purpose in the last season of his life. Now, that's an understatement if there ever was one. The struggle you face today in finding your fit, your niche, your place, or your thing is just for a time. You may be the next J.K. Rowling or Thomas Edison, or you could be just, well, you. Being you is a pretty spectacular calling in its own right. You don't have to be the best, brightest, or most successful to make it into the history books. It's encouraging and inspiring to hear these stories. And these stories keep us from giving up, throwing in the towel, and bowing out before the show's over, and the curtain drops on the stage of our life. Finding your fit. In every generation, there are outliers who are so gifted and talented that they leave a mark on humanity and secure their place in history. 
Your purpose is no less important than any change maker, influencer, or social media influencer. How do I know that? Because I know God. I know God created you to create, to enjoy life, to live out who he called you to be. All these amazing people mentioned, created by writing, innovating, painting, composing, inventing, assembling, playing, building, and serving. The fruit produced from their life serves people in some form or another to this day. Take your interest, passion, skill, or ability, and couple that with your personality. And as we look at in this first several days, passion and personality combine to reveal your purpose. You may not feel or see it in your life. You must face the truth that you are the direct result of a master creator that is Jesus himself. Jesus made the world everything you see and you don't see. He created by creating you and each one of these amazing people around you that we learned about today. Before you lose heart and get discouraged by failure and difficulty, remember, Jesus made you. To put it in the most non-grammatical terms so you don't forget, I'll say it this way. Jesus don't make junk. Keep serving, working, writing, inventing, thinking, singing, producing, managing, building, mentoring, helping, teaching, dancing, and creating. For more encouragement, read Colossians 1, verses 16 to 18. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. If you appreciated and enjoyed this devotional, boy, and to hear those stories and get those down, that was so much fun writing that devotional for today. I would encourage you to pick up the devotional itself. You can get a paperback copy or the Kindle version on Amazon.com or as well check the show notes. And you can find mannyresources.com. You can find the, the devotional and other great resources to help you grow your faith and change your life. As always, leave a rating and review so that we can get this podcast before more people to encourage them, inspire them, and give them hope in what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, to unmask who God created them to be and all that he called them to do. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Unmasked Life Podcast. Join us next time for more great content that will help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential.